2204 W3 01 Words and our confession part 1 We'll continue um, the teaching on words and our confessions. They have thoughts that are completely contrary to God's word. Amen. And you're always dealing with that contention. There's a way people think. And you're trying to carry how they are thinking. Amen. Always contending with that. I know just because everybody says what you're thinking is okay does not make it okay. Just because there's a way this world has placed value on certain things doesn't mean God's placed value on it. So let's just look at some scripture. It came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. <laughs> but Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Amen. But Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. If Jesus was to come to your house, what would you do? Would you start running around to serve him? If you didn't have money to buy mineral, would you go and borrow from your neighbor? Amen. I mean, that's what we do naturally. Amen. And you know, if you're a big man of God, you understand what I mean? And everybody's not running around doing your bidding. Man of God needs mineral. Man of God needs cake. Oh, the man of God this. A matter was combat about with serving. And you know, many of us were combat about with things that don't matter. Some of us are combat about our village meeting. Oh, our village people are meeting. We're combat about with, you know, just stuff. We're not saying they're not important. Of course, it's important to serve people. That's not the Bible tells us to, that we should be careful to entertain strangers. For some have entertained angels unawares. But it does not take priority over God's word. Okay. Amen. It does not take priority over God's word. We get so combat about, troubled. What was more valuable to Jesus? It was more valuable to Jesus that matter was hearing what he was teaching. 
than you coming to serve him. Oh God, hallelujah. Did you hear me? Our value system has to change. It has to be God's value system. Amen. I know, I realize that for me, it's more important that you're hearing what I'm saying than, oh, you are running around for big name. Running around for big name will not change you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God for running around for big name, but that will not change you. It will not cause the desire that I want. It is truth. Listening to truth, hearing truth. Let's look at another one. There are two interesting scriptures. How many of you know how many times that um, someone came and anointed Jesus? Once. Luke 7, 36. Yeah, 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 yeah. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner. Well, let's go back, 36. And one of the Pharisees desired with him that he would come with him. Come, he would eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus was at meeting the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster's box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it so the man we say make you come your house come chop when he saw it, the guy said in himself, what did he say? This man. So you know, before he thought Jesus was a prophet. He thought Jesus was a prophet. And you know, since he was a big man of God, I have a man of God come to my house. So he went to eat to his house. <laughs> but when he saw this woman, which everybody knew she was a sinner. When she saw this woman, Bring the alabaster box of perfume and pour at his feet and kiss his feet. I was watching You know what the man said? What is it? This man, if he was a prophet, he will know. He would have known. Uh huh. As if you. Who and what manner of woman this is that touched him? For what? She's a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me therefore which of them will love him most. Amen. Amen. Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. 
Amen. But there's another story. He's not the only woman that anointed Jesus. But we see, you see, a lot of times Jesus came somewhere and people were like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, no, that's not how I'm thinking. That's not how, you are thinking that way, but that's not how I'm thinking. <laughs> See, this person is a sinner. If you are a real prophet, if you, thou be a man of God, you suppose no. And many of us are still doing that today. <laughs> We have to renew our mind with God's word. You're always blessed when you read God's word. Just read it, you'll be blessed. John 12, verse 1. So we read in, um, in Luke 10, Abby, about Martha and Mary and Jesus. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus, which had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead, now you must understand that Lazarus and Martha and Mary, they are all brothers and sisters. You know the story of Lazarus being raised from the dead? Mary and Martha, they are his brothers and sisters. There they made him a supper and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. But what? Martha what? Martha likes to serve. <laughs> She was the elder sister, like, like Jessica. <laughs> they took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The same thing, the same thing that sinner woman was doing. Amen. And the house was filled with the odor of the perfume. With the odor of the ointment. Mama will not find this funny. Mama is a perfume lover. Perfume freak. <laughs> they said one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, we should betray him. Mm -hmm. Why? Was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Now you must understand that 300 pence, if you read all that translation, it says one year's salary, a laborer's salary of one year, is what, is what this woman, Mary, who we know sat at Jesus' feet and head, is what she came and poured. So she came and poured one year's salary worth of perfume. It's what she came and poured. Kai. Some of you, to even pour your bottle of water for church, there's a problem. Because your mind is not renewed. It's too much. No, it's, it's too much. Your mind is not renewed to God's word. No sacrifice, nothing. 
No, 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 no. Instead of me, instead I don't understand what they are doing with all their tithe and offering. Are you paying? You know, there's people that don't pay that to say those things. I've noticed that. They don't pay tithe and offering, so they say it. They are looking for justification for their natural thinking. And they are looking for followers. You know, just because, see, we, we saw on, 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 um, on, um, on a Grand Sunday Fellowship on Wednesday now, we saw Numbers 13, they picked 12 spies. All the spies were the leaders of their tribes. All the spies were what? They were the leaders of their tribes. 12 went, 10 had an evil report. Only two out of the 12 had a good report. And you know, after fellowship, Mama was, I, I was on the phone, Mama, and she was like, Do you know that that scripture? She always says to herself, and they were leaders who. I was like, do you know what she said? I'm like, oh my God. It's not ordinary. They were leaders who. It was not ordinary people. Just because you're a leader does not mean you're a fatal. Hi. Belente, as my mother would have said. Ordinary folk, lay people. Just because you're a leader. Just because you're the head of your home, just because you're the ogre, just, it does not mean you are in faith. You can be an unbelieving ogre. Unbelieving leader. Unbelieving pastor. Unbelieving head. You can correct one. Seasoned. Seasoned. With Ichekuje. You understand? And you be an unbelieving one. You will go and spy out the land and you will say, we cannot take the land. We cannot. Ah! And God had to wait 40 years for every of them to die before he continued with Caleb and Joshua. Waited 40 years. Don't try God. Oh. Don't, see, don't try God, truly. God, God, you just say God didn't hold God no day hold anybody. You know they hold you anybody. You say, Unbeliever, all of now, just come on, just come off my head. I know go kill you now, but more than just they go. Amen. And we read about Caleb, like Pastor D mentioned. When it doesn't matter your age, your God is ready to work with you. Hey, 85 year old man, 85 year old man said, Give me this mountain. Give me this mountain. And, they, and the mountain was given to him and he collected it. It was then they took over. Can you understand? Is it you didn't do something that is it natural tiki? You natural tiki, is it natural tiki? You didn't do something at 40. Is it at 85 you will do it? You see, natural tiki will say, No, no, everybody should go and rest. It's time you have tried. Yeah, his children should be taken care of him. Hey Amen. You know, bumpy since now hundred, you want bumpy. <laughs> it's um, this is my point. You see, when you read your Bible, you'll be amazed how it will challenge. If you read your Bible with an open mind, not with a, not you know, you know, people their minds, many people their mind is dirty, and they think we are dirty in their mind like them. Renew your mind. Tell your neighbor, renew your mind. Renew your mind. 
Like I said, as a pastor, you see, I'm always contending with people. Contending. You, you know, you can't even correct everything. It's just the, you know, it's like, it, it, it's like you, just the major one you can start talking about. You say, eh, eh, you should not be thinking like that. No, 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 you should not be thinking like that. But you see, church, you still have to take what we are saying and do that work yourself and say, I am changing myself. Because I cannot change you. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? I can, me, me, I cannot change you. It is you that changes yourself. <laughs> I like this one. Let's go to Matthew. Um, this is 29, I believe I'm reading. There is even a sociology, a sociology term called the Matthew effect. Matthew 25, 29. You can also see it in Luke, but let's look at Matthew. The Matthew effect. I was, I was just studying it, and I saw the Matthew effect. This is, what they, this is what they used to say that the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. This, this is, it is based on this. It's called the Matthew effect. I better read it, please. <laughs> For everyone that what? Shall be given and he shall have in abundance. But... You be like, is that even fair? No, 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 no. Is that even fair? Ah, uh -uh. to him the heart. If you already has, give it to these other people now. But to him the heart, what more be given? And to him, and he will have in abundance. But to him, I, am I the one that wrote this Bible? I didn't write this Bible. Don't be really angry. This is Jesus speaking. But to him that hath not, even that which he hath <laughs> will be taken away. Ha! No, no, no. I bet me preach your neighbor. Which is this Bible? No, no. This cannot even be. This cannot even be in the Bible. Eh? Is this scripture? The, the, the rich, the rich people have too much money. You see, the one percent, the rich, the rich. The rich, they should be taxed. They should be taxing the rich and be giving to the poor. The poor don't know how to use it. You don't know how to use it. So even that which you have will be taken away from you. <laughs> you see, you know, you see people with entitlement mentality. They feel that they owe them. It's only poor people. They always think people owe them something. I'm not, don't be angry with me. You can beat me after church, but today, right now. <laughs> Amen. You don't know how to use it. You just see it's as simple as that. There's no, look, if anybody has not told you, if you feel your situation is dire, if anybody has not told you, it's because you don't know how. So even that one which you have, they'll be collected. There is only one solution. You have to increase your knowledge. You have to renew your mind. Is there the matter if you can type it? There is even a sociology sociology uh, theory around this scripture, based on this scripture. 
and it has not changed and it will not change this world will not be fair hey i don't understand these people they have so much money they have so it nothing will change you just either you join them or get out of the way Nothing we change. It has, it has been there that day. It is not you. It is not you. And definitely not in your lifetime that it will change. Thank you, Lord. Genesis 14, 20 and 21. Um, okay, go up to, to go up to verses like 18. We're coming to here, but that's 18. So Abraham just finished delivering his his brother in, in, in his brother-in-law Lot, you know, fought with the kings. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And when and he was the priest of the most high God. We'll say a little bit in Hebrews 7 shortly. Next verse. And he blessed him. I said, blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. 20 now. And blessed be the most high God, which has delivered thine enemy into thine hand. And he, Abraham, gave Melchizedek tithes of all. Next verse. And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, give me the persons and take the goods for thyself. Verse 22. And Abraham said, to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the, unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shrew lashet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abraham rich. Now let's go to Hebrews 7. Let's read from verse 1. We're going to verse 7. Well, Hebrews 7 verse 1. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. To whom Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being by interpretation king of righteousness, and after that, also king of Salem, which is king of peace. So they're describing Melchizedek, king of Salem, king of righteousness, king of peace. <laughs> he met Abraham. Uh, where are we, verse 3? Okay, let's continue. Without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. So in other words, Abraham basically met Jesus. Now consider how great this man was, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tent of the spoils. Consider that Abraham, <laughs> take your tent, king of Sodom, I take your remaining and verily, they that of the sons of Levi who received the office of the priesthood have a commandment to take tithes of the people according to the law. That is of their brethren. Though that is of their brethren. So the Levites who were the priests, they were commanded to take tithes from their own brothers and sisters. 
in case you don't know what brethren is. Though they come out of the loins of Abraham, so they are all children of Abraham, but you Levites, you take tithes from these people. Verse 6. But he whose descent is not counted from among them received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. Wow, 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 wow. So, as you understand, that Abraham already had the promises. He had God's word. He had God's word. But Abraham still had to give tithes. <laughs> Verse 7. I will end here. And I'll say what I want to say. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So, Melchizedek was better. Not, or Jesus, he was better. And the less is blessed of the better. There's no argument about that one. Abi, Is there any argument? But let me ask the question now. Do Melchizedek need Abraham's tithe? Okay. Okay. You see, it's, it's the same thing going on in people's heads. They'll be like, ah, nobody this, nobody this, what did they do with our tithe now? What did they do with our offering? Did they eat? You are talking about king of Salem or prosperity, king of peace. We're talking about king of righteousness. No father, no mother, no this. What are you talking about? What does, he, what does Abraham tithe want to do for the guy? Nothing. But Abraham was commanded to pay it. And you know, people's, people's mentality. You know, I, I've literally had people say, ah, ah big name, no need the money now. I'm like, it has nothing to do whether I need the money or not. What did Mechis say they need the money for? The guy no get papa, no get mama. Who they take care of? It does no beginning, it has no end. Where they go? Eh? And without, without, I love verse 7. He said without contradiction. What? The less is blessed of what? Of the better. In other words, this guy's already better. No. It was because Abraham valued the blessing more than his spoils. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm. What did I say? He valued the blessing more than his spoils. Many people are looking at their spoils. They are hammer. They don't hammer. They are looking at their team. They look at you say, ah, I beg, I beg. You're not valuing the blessing. That's a reflection. You see, when people don't pay tight or they don't can't give up, it's because you're not valuing the blessing. All you're thinking about is your small hammer. I don't know. I need this. I need that. Amen. No, my no church will be quiet now. Don't worry. I understand. First Corinthians nine eleven. <laughs> I, I like I like the scripture. First Corinthians nine eleven. When I was you know studying yesterday, I was just I was just saying to my first Corinthians nine eleven. If we have sown unto you spiritual things. Is it a great thing? No, because I don't get Is it a great thing? That what? We reap your canal things. You know, you know, it's true. There's nothing. Look, there's nothing big about your money. There's nothing big about your title offering if we have sown unto you spiritual things. 
There's nothing. It's not a great thing. It's not what? It's not a great thing. You have not done me any favors. You have not done church any favors. It's not a great thing. Amen. Uh, I even paid my tithe. And you're like, so what? Don't pay your tithe now. It's because you have not valued the blessing. And I see, I see the blessing. It's not about me. Oh. I'm not preaching myself. Oh. I'm preaching Jesus. Amen. It's, if you read uh, Hebrews 7, when, when, when I think verse 8, it says, And here, men that die receive tithe. Big name will die. I always say, people say, no, big name should not die. But here, men that die, we receive the tithe. But there, but there, it is Jesus has received tithe. Who's receiving your tithe? Of whom it witness, he liveth. We're just a conduit. Don't value the blessing. When you when we receive your tithe, I actually don't even like saying pay tithes, to be honest. When we receive your tithe, don't think of Jesus blessing you. You have to value the blessing more than your spoils. Abraham met Melchizedek and he gave him tithe. He even told to so, uh, King of Sodom, he said, So that you don't say you made me rich, take everything back. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Tell anybody, renew your mind. Think how God thinks. No more assumptions. Amen. Read your Bible. I'm, look, I'm happy Pastor Jesus encouraged us to read the Bible. Read your Bible. Before you come with your unnatural, your, 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 your natural way of thinking, read your Bible. Renew your mind. Don't come with your formulas. Don't go on social media and be nodding your head when someone is talking and spewing rubbish. This life has its own rules. It has its own, uh, you understand? It has its own laws. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We did not make it up. It's God that made it up. It's God that said this is how you should walk. Amen? Amen? And that's the truth we owe you. Praise God. It's the truth that, that we owe you. Amen. This is, not, this is not a democracy. It's not. Democracy is not, it's not. Democracy, a government by the people. Of the people. I'll be talker. By the people, for the people, and of the people. It is, that is not here. It's not in this, it's not in, it's not in church. Amen. It's not a democracy. It's a theocracy. It's not a, it's not a, 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 a democracy. You know, some people think, don't be, see, that's what I'm, I'm teaching, I'm teaching. Because this church is by faith, it works. Faith is acting on God's word. That is how church works. It's not a, you understand? All of us said it is correct. It does not mean it's correct. Because if you're not in faith, you'll never be correct. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. For they that come to him must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So it's not about, it's about, hey, this, this. You know, people, some people have these funny things. And we are carrying, I'm, I'm, look, this thing on the time, you. Stop. 
You understand? You know, don't, stop carrying this nonsense from the world. You now bring it to church. Then you want us to obey your own rules that you brought from the gutter. Leave me. Free me, I beg. Think according to God's word. Just think according to God's word. That's all I'm asking. That's all we are preaching. Amen. 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 This amen don't dry. What did happen? No, that, that's all. So that we have life and peace. You know, to be, to be carnally minded is dead, the Bible says. But to be spiritually minded is what? It's life and peace. Everybody wants life and peace. Let's just be spiritually minded. Eh, please stop bringing this. You know, like every time you're contending, you're contending with people, they, they will bring this one. You won't say, this is not what God's word says. This is not how God's word says we should think. Whether it's your personal life, whether it's church life, you have to think how God wants you to think. Then you have life and peace. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. As a young, as a look, I, I came from Baptist church. Amen. Hallelujah. The Baptist certainly do something something right. Amen. Amen. Baptist church. And I remember the greatest message I've ever had. The great, look, I do not remember any, I attended many services that Reverend V.A. said that I preached. But I will never forget. I will never, ever, ever. I remember I was on fire for God. I was in like 200 level engineering. I, 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 mean, I will never forget that message. I, you know, I was in church. I came over all the day. I sat down and Reverend V.A. said that I opened the book of John and he was teaching. He was teaching about the woman that was caught in adultery. And I was like, he taught and the power of God. Look, that day I was vibrant. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And the people came, Master Kodema, Master, do this one, Master. They wanted to test Jesus. Jesus stooped and was drawing in his hand. Then he looked up. I'm, I'm just skipping. He looked up and says, he that who has no sin, let him cast the first stone. I don't even think of that whether I knew that it was in the Bible. Honestly speaking, it was like I've never had it before. And the Bible says that the accusers from the greatest of these, they left. And he looked up and it was not even that one. He's there. He looked up and says, woman, where are your accusers? He said, they don't, all of them don't come out. He says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. I will not forget that in power God. After service, for the first time in my life, I walk. After service, I, 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 want to, I wanted to see him. I, I tried, but he was busy. So I came back. I came back. The next, I, I was so touched. I was like, do you know, eh? Let me tell you, that message, I nearly went to Baptist you know, um, Seminary. Because of that message, I nearly went to seminary. I'm like, I have never had the gospel this good. What kind of God are we serving? You mean it's the kind of God? This loving, forgiving God. Hey! I was like, no. No, 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 no. Jesus didn't say that. No, it is not in the Bible. But it's there. What kind of love, what kind of compassion? Why? I will never forget. And I went to him. After I went to meet him in, this, in, the, in the personage, I said, sir, I think I want to go to the seminary. 
No, seriously. It changed me. And I went. And I, I said, Sadar, your message, I don't understand. Wow. And he said, do you know? Now, now listen. You know, he now told me something that even shocked me more. That the message. He said, do you know that after I preached it, over half of the church of the elders, they came and they were, they were fighting me for preaching that message. True story. Ah! How much, I mean, you are a believer and I was in shock. Ah, I don't understand. He said, that message that you're shouting about, that, that message that you want to now go to seminary for, he said, do you know how many people have called me and fought me for this gospel? People, some people are talking as if I wrote the Bible. I didn't write it. We didn't write this Bible. But oh, the grace of God. Oh, the compassion of God. Oh, the love of God. Oh, the love of God. Oh, the love of God. And, and it marked me as a believer. It, look, that day was a marking point of my life. I was like, ha. And it taught me something. That there are so many unbelieving believers in church. You just carry your Bible. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But you encounter the grace of God. You encounter the grace of God. The love of God. If we don't preach this love this way, people will not enter church. People will not enter church. People will be condemned before they even get into church. But now we are happy. We are, we are satisfied. Yes, Lord. Our church, we have good, good people in the church. You know that day? You know that day that? I told you. Do you know that day I was talking about hair? That day I talked about hair in church. Remember two Sundays ago or three Sundays? I walked there. That's reception. And so a woman said, hey, come. I'm like, hey. I said, you're the pastor now? I said, yes, I'm the pastor. He said, come. Ah, so I was wondering. I followed her. We went to a corner. He said, too. You know we are the light. I said, yes, we are the light. He said, you see, the way some of you are dressing and your hair. I said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just preach them. I just, I don't go far. See, this reception here. Maybe the woman even did their nurse and they talk. Maybe she didn't hear me. You know, you know, it's a lie. You took one scripture, you joined another one, then you formed doctrine. You know, where you know, where they lie. It was Pastor this here. Her blue hair. <laughs> you know you're the light. You you know, he said, but you know, I see no listen, you know. He said, let me tell you, let me let me uh, let me preach where we're now. He said, you know, I see some of you, you know, our people here, some of them are complaining that and they say they are Christian. You are a Christian. If Jesus is your Lord and personal savior, you are a Christian. It is not about how you're, how you're dressing, how you're, how you're wearing your hair, and how you're, whether you're sagging your pants. You will grow up one day. But it's not about it. 
And we, we want, we want you, 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 because of Hamdala people that I'm paying money. I'm the one paying the money. I should be concerned that somebody is there talking about church. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. I, you, 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 please don't worry me. Hey, you know, Pastor, I don't want them. We don't want to soil your name. Soil my name. That one. Who does I have name? I don't have name. Oh. I don't have. I don't have name. Oh. It's Jesus. That is my name. And if Jesus have accepted you as you are, who am I? Ah? Who am I? Ah? Talk about this. You know we are delights. I tell this story of I wait. I was. I, I was. I wait. These songs we sing. I went to the church that formed many of them. His song. I was there. I was there in his song. I, mean, I, I wore suit. I carried tie. It's the only thing I didn't wear. I carried tie in my pocket. The only thing I didn't wear because my friend was wearing jeans. I was like, okay. Why is he wearing jeans to church? Jeans and he just wore a shirt. So in my mind, I was like, why is he wearing jeans? How he song? I wear suit. I was like, I don't know. You understand? <laughs> Amen. Oh, she man of God. You understand? I'm the man of God. Because they enter church, they say, Who is the pastor? We say, Ah, it's my brother. I was the man of God. I entered the, look, like 2,000, 3,000 people church in central London. I was there. I was at the church. I was now looking around. I said, ah, Is it, I always, is it church? I've been with Miss Venue. I don't see Sudo. I look, I said, Am I, so, uh, you know, I said, I, I, I started feeling overdressed. <laughs> I started feeling overdressed. No, it's the truth. I entered into the. I sat down. And that day, I don't even understand what was happening. They just introduced one young bobo pastor that came with t shirt I lie you not. The guy wear t shirt and trousers. And I saw the guy preach to us. I said, uh, <laughs> It is happening, no. Because if I catch anybody for this stupid t-shirt. But this guy was wearing t-shirt. Preach. Look. Powerful. The guy, this guy could not be more than 23 years old. Preach powerful message. All these guys, they were there. Those are uh, hill song for guys, they were there. They came, they called for him. Oh, me. They did not say, hey, some people are about to get married. Let the married couple come out. Ha. Then I saw this. You know, you know, he used to see, but he, you know, I don't used to see, but I saw it that day. I saw this woman with those jeans with a tear, 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 tear. Ah! She was looking chic, but it was not her. That's my problem. It was the guy. The guy wearing one jeans short, short knicker. Just and flip flops. This kind of a uh, crocs. The guy was. They just came. I say, Mugbe, you didn't wear and go. <laughs> you know where I go. This world does point. You know where I'm going. You just come. Just like that. We shot Nika and uh, slippers. You come to the front of the stage in front of 3,000 people. And you want to get married? This is not marriage material. No, 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 no. No, you're not a husband material. In our natural mind, that's what we think. It's not, it's not, you, you, 
my stage. Yeah. We know we're now in New York. We know which. You say, I must see New York, his song. You understand? I love music. I like so I went to New UK own. When I knew I said I was New York, we landed. I see that New York, we got there by force. Landed, we strolled. Four of us went to New York. And the pastor, now this kind of trouser I wear. Crutch down trouser. MC Hammer, MC Hammer trouser. Then the tattoo, 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 tattoo. <laughs> hey, the braids. I say, hey, the world has come to an end. <laughs> the world has ended. <laughs> hey. I say, it is from, look, and it is, it that this song, that this church, all those powerful things, they come out, now lie, now lie. Us with our tie, we reach, we, we they choke us. Nothing. Nothing. One song we go go international. No, if he compose. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The Lord. Let me talk like a, 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 a Dogara. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Sound check. Yes, yes. Praise ye the Lord. <laughs> and it was a Dogara. Dogara, why they talk like old man? Why they talk like old man? It's how you say, Praise the Lord, somebody. Say, Praise ye the Lord. I say, Talk. I went to Czech Republic with my friend. I said, me, I know the Miss Churchill. I was in Czech Prague. I didn't even know. I was like, I said, I must find church. So I had to Google. And you know the Google, when you go to different countries, the Google is in their language. So I had to do Google Translate. I said, I must find church. I must find church. How can I be sleeping in my hotel room on Sunday morning? No, I must find church. Amen. Because everywhere I go, I'm a Christian. Hey, 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 hey. Everywhere I go, I'm a Christian. It's not because I'm in Nigeria, I'm a Christian. No, I did go to church. So the church was three, like three trains. I have to take three trains to the church near Charles University, the oldest university in Europe. Charles University is in Prague. Beautiful place near Charles Bridge. So I went there. And the university is free if you can speak Czech language. Can you imagine? So I went there. So the church, there were only three of us that were black. Three. No, four. Three other people apart from me. I know I was trying to party with those black people. Those black people didn't want to party with me. Those ones were, they were black, but they were Czech Republicans. <laughs> but anyway, we were there. And so I was waiting. I, the service was going on. I said, where's the pastor now? Where's the pastor? Service was going on. Where's the pastor? Ah. Something was going on. Where's the pastor? You know, and people are come. If you see, if you see, if you see people, they are just doing different things. It's not new. They are wearing earrings. This one, that one. 
But they are all people of God. Amen. God is not judging by your earring or your hairstyle or your shoe or your this thing. Finally, I saw the pastor. This guy was wearing jeans and khaki shirt. This guy had a ponytail. You understand? Ponyt as in he had long, he platinum. A ring. The pastor. Like Unana, if I wear a ring, can't charge. I don't spoil. If I dare wear a ring. Ah. You'll be looking for your pastor. <laughs> Amen. I honestly, I still have the guy's picture. The green khaki shirt, the blue jeans, the glasses he was wearing, earring, ponytail. I just say, it is finished. It is eh, finished. I say, this guy is the pastor. There's no need. Does not look like a pastor. He just is nothing, nothing, nothing. But we drive people from this great gospel, this great word, because of all this jara we have added. Because of all this jara, we have made it. We have, that's what we are making Christianity about. How pious we are looking. Amen. If you're not, if you're not, you know, people are talking hijab, hijab. The way some Christians are going, they want our sisters to wear hijab. Yes. There's no difference. There is no difference. It's just the material that is different. This, this, uh, is different. It's just not, you just want to wear resistance, you know. Then you want, you know, pretty. Don't stop pretending. This pretense is, is, is robbing you. Let me preach my message. Thank you, Lord. So renew your mind. Don't just make a... If, you know, you saw, even the Bible says... Uh, what does the Bible say? Yeah. Um, how does that Bible say about <laughs> you don't even know the Bible? You don't even know the scripture. You don't even know what you're saying. You just formed things. Then me, I should agree. I will not agree. Oh. Me, I've read my Bible. And I will keep reading it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The great book. We will still keep reading the great book. It will help us. Amen. It will help us. It will help us take, take the mountains. You realize that faith is not passive. Faith is not a relaxing thing. You know, some of us Christians, we have funny, funny ideas. God is with you because everything is fine. Oh, everything is fine. Oh, hallelujah. Ah, God is with me. Because everything is fine. Oh, because there's no trouble, not you paid all your debts and everything, you bought your house, you have your car, then God is with you. Thunder fire you. That is, that, that is illogical. Have you read your Bible? Have you seen Paul and his life? Have you seen that today they are beating him, tomorrow they are stoning him, to next tomorrow he's hungry, to after he's fasting? This one, that, 
three times they left him for dead. Have you read your Bible? No. For you to think, oh, oh God was not with him. Have they ever come and prophesied to you? Pastor D, after hot praise and worship, she just come. Hallelujah. Hmm. You shall suffer for his namesake. You shall suffer for his namesake. You shall suffer. You, you will say, back to center. Back to center. Back to center. You will say, you will leave church. This church, they know they, they, know they pray good, good prayer for blessing. False prophet. She they cost me for church. That's why you have to be careful with yellow purple women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they will spread their mommy water spirit and their bad, bad demon. They will spread them. Be careful who lays hands on you. Why? You're thinking all those because you've not read your Bible. And some of you, because of what you're going through, you think God is not with you. Oh God, be with me. You're just an unbelieving believer. Oh God, be with me. Oh God, help me. Oh, oh God, hey God, without you, we cannot do anything. He has said he will never leave you nor forsake you. So you can boldly say that the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear what man shall do unto me. He has said that he will never leave you. There is no circumstance. There, in fact, it is a, it is a, it, that, that prayer has fell flat on his face before you even said it, that God don't leave me. That, how can he leave you? God is not just with you. He's in you. Oh, you are not hearing me. Amen. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He's in you. He's not just with you. He's in you. But if you don't renew your mind, you'll be saying all this nonsense. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Everybody say, I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost. Touch your neighbor and say, the Holy Ghost lives in me. Thank you, Lord. Acts 11. Then we'll just read one more scripture. I had plenty of scriptures I thought we'd read, but let's just read. Acts 11. Verse 12 to 14. And the Spirit bade me go with them. So this is Peter. I had a vision. Most of you know the story. Nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me and we entered into the man's house. This is Cornelius' house. Verse 13. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house which stood and said unto him, send men to Joppa and call for Simon whose surname is Peter. Now look at this next verse. Who shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved? So, Cornelius related the vision that he says, Send men to drop a call for one Simon and um, five for one Peter. When he's come, when he's come, when he's come, when he's come, he shall tell thee what words whereby thou. And your house shall be saved. Men are saved by hearing words. Don't take lightly the words you're hearing. Men are saved. See, salvation is a compound word. It's a compound word. It means deliverance, healing, safety, preservation, soundness. You are saved. You are delivered. You are healed. You are safe. You are preserved. You are sound by hearing words. These words impact your spirit. And when you take these words and you say it with your mouth, 
you, you, be, you, be, you become a possession of what you have said. Men are saved by hearing words. Men are saved by hearing words. Words. See, church, if, you see, if there's anything you haven't gotten all this time talking about confession and this thing, you must understand that words is the fabric of this world. Words is the fabric. It's what releases people. It's what allows people to enter into, into things. Words is what we communicate and somebody moves from one level to another. It's not the amount of money I give you. People think it's amount of money. No, it's the words. Take you from one level and put you in another one. And he that hath more be given than you have in abundance, but he that hath not. That's what that scripture is talking about. Even that which he had will be taken from him. It lifts you. You know, people talk about lifting power. It's words. It's these words that take you. What's the problem with many people? It's a mental block. You, you, you're not understanding how to enter into something. It's words. Someone will say something and you're like, oh, I see it. Ah! You just you have entered. Amen. I try to spend time alone. And, and, and I say some things to myself. Look, I know it's like I'm, because I don't have anybody to tell me. You see, I, I appreciate it now. You see, it was a time in my life I had a financial mentor. And oh my God, his words. I would just go. I would just go to him and he would just be talking to me. Just, just be talking. And his words. I can tell you story upon story upon story. When I, when I did Money Rant, many of those things came from him. If I'm from Faith for Entrepreneurs, the first book, I have these words. Hi! Something happened to me. Something broke. Pow! I, like, I see it. You cannot use money. <laughs> you understand? You see? So when you see Mary now, after sitting in Jesus' feet, Martha was serving Another time now, Jesus was in the house. When she now came and took, he took him um, one year's worth of perfume to this person to whom she had been listening to and broke her face. He said, you know what? See, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now give me your right, give me your leg. <laughs> but you took it. You, I, I get it. Because those words have taken her to another place. You see, the words have taken you to a place that you spend one year's worth of perfume. You know, you know that those words are far more valuable. You know that those words are far more valuable. They have, seen, they have taken you to another place that you spending one year's worth of perfume is nothing. It's nothing. The value that is placed on the blessing. Let's read one more scripture. Ephesians. Oh, I have. Okay, maybe we'll run through these ones, but let's Ephesians 4. Verse 20, uh, 25. I thought I'll actually start with this scripture, but I'm ending. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth. Truth is not, you stole the meat. Yes, that is not, that's not the truth he's talking about. 
He's talking about revealed knowledge. Yeah. You understand? Put, speak every man truth to his neighbor for what? We are members one of another. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Yeah. We'll read some other translations on this. I think I have to stop here. Neither give place to the devil. Yeah. Verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing that is good, that he may have to give unto him that needed. 29. Let let it is in your power. It is a pray to God that you will not do it. He said, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace to the hearers. Your mouth is supposed to be a grace ministry machine. You minister grace. Not com corrupt communication. <laughs> Let us read to 30 today. 20, 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Verse 31. Let all bitterness. Let. 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 It is your power. It is a prayer to God. I'm just trying. You know, some people they talk. They teach somebody to me. You see, I'm just trying to forgive. I'm really trying. Let. 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 Just let it go. Jesus. People are holding grudge now, washer. Believers are grudge holding. They, they did to me. What did they take me let it. Should I pull my clothes? Just let God let all bitterness. Let just let it. So people can look at me. I am seeing all of you now. Let all bitter, just let it, and wrath, and anger, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Just let, let, let. And be a kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Let's read the Amplified. I'm almost, I, I can't go on, but let me just finish. I, I won't accuse anybody. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Today they tried. They tried. They tried. We are greeting them. Hallelujah. Amplify is from 25. Thank you, Lord. Therefore, rejected of foul city and being done now with it, let everyone express the truth with his neighbor. For we are all parts of one another of one body and members one of another. When angry, do not sin. Do not ever, everybody say ever. ever. Do not what? Ever. Let your wrath, your exasperation, your fury or indignation last until the sun goes down. Some people anger carry over there plenty. Carry over. And the next day they carry over again. Some people have been carrying over for 10 years. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Carry over. They are still repeating the course. 
Leave no such room for the foothold or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. So the Bible said that with this your anger, all you are doing is what? Open the door for the devil. That's why we always talking. Why we always talking love, love, love? Because we know what made devil carry you go. <laughs> let the thief steal no more, but rather let him be industrious, making an honest living with his own hands, so that he may be able to give to those in need. <laughs> I like this one, verse twenty-nine. Let no foul, let no what, or polluting language, or evil word. Or unwholesome or worthless talk. Worthless. It's just worthless. I help anybody. We don't know. Hi, Jay Gary, my price of Gary for market. We know Sabi. Just worthless talk. Just talk for talking sake. Ever come out of your mouth. But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others. As it is fitting to the need and the occasion. In other words, if you don't have to talk, do not talk. That it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor to those who hear it. Verse 30, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden him. By whom you are sealed, marked, branded as God's own, secured for the day of redemption of final deliverance through Christ from the evil and consequences of sin. 31. <laughs> let, oh, let, oh, let, oh, let, 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 let. Let, oh. If you are not letting, start praying for forgiveness now. Let, let, let. Let. Let all bitterness. Let some bitterness. There's some. No, don't hold on to one. Don't hold on to Oh, yeah, yeah. This person, this person vex me. My conscience, I don't even look there. I don't even face my front. Let's. All bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and quarreling. Quarrel, oh, quarrel. Quarrel, quarrel, quarrel. Brawling, clamor, contention, and slander evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or business of any kind and become useful and helpful and kind to one another. Tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, Forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you. Forgive you. Phew. You're like, all this in one service now. Wow. <laughs> well, let's read one more translation. Let's read message, then we go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, let, let's go. Let's God's word. Just, just take it in, Amen. Just, just take it in. Just yield to God's word. Twenty-five. What this adds up to then is this: no more lies, no more pretense. Tell your neighbor the truth. 
In Christ's body, we are all connected after all. When you lie to others, you end up lying to yourself. <laughs> Go ahead and be angry. You do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. <laughs> don't use your anger as fuel, Abby, for revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. I want to call some people's name, but let me just continue. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. Who oh, see? Abe, who, who not like himself here? No, in case you, you know who like himself. You like yourself? Me, I like myself. Oh, I, I like my. Don't, I I like myself. You know, people. Let me tell you, it's one thing for people to show you, but when devil starts showing you. Do you understand? And you see, the entrance to the devil showing you is when you allow the people show you become a factor in your life. Hey, do you understand? Yeah. You understand? People will show you, but devil will show you pass. Hey, the thief, he commit not to, but to, for, to steal, to kill, to destroy. But the door, the door where he goes, enter you. Now the people will show you. So you have to be careful when people show you that quickly you dissipate it and walk away. Don't carry anything. Let me continue. Do you, do you use to make ends meet by stealing? Well, no more. Get an honest job so that you can help others who can't work. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. Say only what helps. Each word is a gift. Each word is a gift. Don't grieve God. Don't break his heart. His Holy Spirit moving and breathing you is the most intimate part of your life, making you fit for himself. Don't take such a gift for granted. Thank you for listening. You can call us on 091-25-22-45-4587. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Kaduna.